0: Thank you
1: do right here on 104.9 The Horn. 512 Friday edition of Ball Don't Lie on 104.9 The Horn. That's when Patrick the Idillionaire uh, plays jam songs from very talented human beings that you have a chance to hear live in person right here in the ATX. Who are you jamming right now, Patrick?
0: This is Tall Wildfire. They're playing Saturday at Guero's.
1: Uh, oh, I know exactly where that is. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I think uh, Wifey might be in that area right now. Hmm. One of our dinner options is over there. Okay. And she was going to pick it up early before it got rowdy okay. on South okay. Congress okay. over there. <laughs> so uh, I believe that's, that's where it, what's happening. All right, uh, I like anyway, it, yeah. Uh, but you can be a part of the show. Specs text line five one two three three seven three seven seven six. That's the best way to do it. You can also hit us up uh, via Twitter at uh, my man Harj at, at Hardball Harge in the Twitterverse. My man Patrick is at It's Patrick Davis. I'm at Rod Babers in the Twitterverse. Harge, Before we get to the topics here, we'll get into some NFL news notes and nuggets. Uh, we'll play that audio of a uh, Monty Ford I believe is the way you say his name, the new GM of the Cardinals, um, and. The uh, I, I don't know, the negative light uh, that some <laughs> say it is painting, it is putting the uh, Texans in uh, as a result of that trade. We'll get to that. Also, we'll talk about Cowboys after minicamp, some notes that are out there. And uh, Zeke to the Texans is a conversation that some are having, uh, but is it a realistic one? We'll uh, talk about it here. Um, before we do that, what's coming up for you on Hearts Knock Life?
2: I am going to talk a little bit about the baseball new pitch clock in the shortening of games and see where we are. I'm going to give us an update as we go along throughout the season. And there's a big game. There's a big weekend happening in Arlington that everybody's going to be paying attention to.
1: Uh, All right. Okay. I like that. Okay. So we'll get to that coming up here at 430. Okay. So let's get to these, these topics. we got some audio and this audio came from the Arizona Cardinals. And it is audio of their GM, and they released this on their social media, it's audio of their GM negotiating the trade uh, with the Texans. Now, you'll hear that he's negotiating here, uh, and his name is Monty Osenfort. I hope I said it correct. Um, but he was with the Patriots for a long time. with the Patriots for, oh, man, he was probably with the Patriots for like uh, 12 years. Uh, something like that. From like uh, 2006 to uh, 2019 a really long time. Uh, and he was also with them earlier in his years in 03. So him and Nick Casario is my point have a pre-existing relationship, a a one that goes way way back. Um, you'll notice in the audio he says, uh, "Call Ballard, get Ballard on the phone." He's talking about the Colts uh, GM, yep. I believe, in there. Um, so he's he's willing and dealing. He's in he's in the what they call the war room there. He's, he's in the grease. Yeah, and he's willing and dealing. And you'll hear they talk about who's on the clock and he knows how much time he's got. So it's it's a little lengthy. Um, and we'll break it down after, but that's just kind of setting it up for you. And uh, this is their deal um, to give the Texans the number three overall pick and trade with them.
3: I think the phones are going to start going here a little bit. I guess. You got it? Thank you. They're going, right? Okay. Call Ballard. Call Houston. I, I, you know what? Let me call Nick. Nick, this area. Hey, bud. Are you you guys still interested? Um. Well, what are you what are you saying here? Yeah, right. And I text you back, but that wasn't enough. Yep. 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 I'll give you give me one minute. I'll call you back. Okay. So they're still here. Hey, you guys are out, right? Okay. Yeah, tell me what, what I mean what would what's the most you would do. Okay, thank you. Okay. Okay, so twelve thirty-three, we're gonna ask for one oh four and a next year first. Okay, so that's Houston. How much time? Six minutes. Okay, and then just. Okay, I got it. All right. Okay, uh, here's, here's what it would be: it'd be 12, 33, 104, and kind a of 24 first for four, three straight up. Um, all right, give me a minute. Make that uh, 24 a 2. That 96 has got to drop. 105. Um, okay, called in. Great.
1: Wow. Wow. The wilds are coming from the owner, I believe, and Jonathan Gannon, his new head coach. All right, so a lot to unpack there. Um, and you can go if you missed any of that go check it out it's on their social media first of all who made the audio available and who made the video available the Cardinals because they believe it makes them look good yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say right? this, is, David, this the Texans got this you know the Texans have this? They have it, they're waiting for Will Anderson to win rookie of the year. <laughs> I like, knew right, we're releasing right now. I don't know if I want to release it right now. It might come back to haunt us. Yeah. So keep and in mind where they are. Like,
0: like, wow. And there's it is edited down <laughs> immensely to not include any other trade offers from any other teams. You're
1: Correct. Right, the Colts is the only one they let stay in there that call call ballot. Like, yeah, they right, call yeah. ballot, but
0: they don't have like, oh, yeah. we're we'll getting other phone calls, this is what they're offering us. So you Great couldn't point. cause you couldn't break down then. Oh, they could have got this pick, this pick, this pick. Now you don't know what I you could have gotten otherwise, because they know that would make them look bad. If they're like, "Oh, you get two firsts from the Colts, and those end up being like pick five and pick four. Totally, the Texans." So they've they've purposely they, left some stuff. Yeah, out.
1: So like, so I, yeah. Right. But it makes it, even the way they've edited it, it makes the Texans. It does. It doesn't make them look bad. Mm-hmm. It just it makes it looks as if Nick Nick Casario lost the negotiation. That's that's the way yeah. it makes because it. the way the way I say that the reason I say that is because, and I'll give you several re- several reasons is because obviously Nick Casario was playing he was lowballing him, and he was playing hardball because he references twice he said that wasn't enough remember when he first right, called he was right. like he's like yeah that wasn't enough. So whatever he offered wasn't, you know, it wasn't enough draft capital overall for to make it worth their while for to 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 give up the, the number three overall pick. And then when he calls him back again, he calls Nick Casario back again. He says, "You guys are out." So you guys are out, which means Nick Casario must hear on the phone I'm like, "All right, man. Yeah, if you ain't." Yeah, all right, it's my deal. That's, that's what I'm offering. If you don't want it, you know then I'm that's moving on. That's all I got for you. And he calls him back like you guys are out. And the reason I think he calls him back is cuz he knows Nick Sauer really well. He yeah. they, they they go way way back. Yeah. Man, they go way back like eight tracks. They've been knowing each other for like like 20 years or something like that <laughs> potentially. Cuz I he was there in 03. I don't know when they know, but he was in o, o, from 06 to 2019, he was with the Patriots. Right. So yeah. they definitely they know, know each other, other, other really, real really, really well. well, and I think he knew like, man, he's probably been talking to Nick before this. And that's not something you don't also don't really get from the video, the context to contextualize it uh, to, to the point that Patrick made. You know they've been talking before this. Well, yeah, that's in of, their a first lot of conversation. conversation. He yeah. also yeah. says in there. I texted you that.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. Like you can see
0: everybody else, he's yeah. like, he's like, get him on the phone. And then he's like, let me call. Let me call Nicky Boy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yep.
1: That's a great point too. He says, get the texts on the phone. He said, I'll call Nick. <laughs> yeah, I'll call Nick. Yeah, so him and Nick been talking. I think he's been buttering Nick up for a little while here. Oh, they and have he, a lot of meetings. Yes. They go
2: out on vacations together. They yep. know each other well. This is the uh what's his name? Whitworth. Um uh, Uh, McVeigh and Matthew Stafford just ran into each other at the beach (laughs) on the trip. Yeah, this is that type (laughs) of thing. You
1: were at, you also here? I can't
2: believe you were here. Wow. Yeah. That's how that goes down.
1: We should go to the same restaurant but not actually eat together but be there together while also eating. Doing that
2: back-to-back set? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So nobody hears us talking out loud, but we're talking loud enough for everyone to know what we're talking about. Uh, that's a good point, though. Hey, As we're getting our reservations, let's just go grab a drink at the bar, guys. Glad yeah. to see y'all here.
1: Rounds on me. I,
0: I need I need Nick Casario to go back in and do some reshoots to make himself look better in this. They yep. got
1: yeah. They need a re- they they do. They need a retort. They, they need, need a retort. But he needs to go back and
0: do reshoots where he's like he's like guys. And he's like in his room and they're just all discussing. He's like, what can we go up? They're like, seven first. Do we really need this Will Anderson guy? And he's right. like, I'll get him down to one.
1: Yeah. And that was another good point, too. Speaking of the negotiation, they obviously remember there's a discussion about the 96th or the 105th pick. Yeah. And well, they settled on the 105th pick. Yeah. So yeah. I would say the Texans, They, you know, that's something else to consider, too. And also, there's another video out there. There's a second video. We're not going to play that one because that was about how the uh, Cardinals wanted to trade back up. They want to trade back up into the first round. Yeah. So when he started working the phones to try to move back up from number twelve, the number twelve pick, he made it clear in that video that he, in a second video, that he would not. What he wouldn't do is give up his 2024 first round pick. He, he's quoted as saying, "No, no, we won't. We won't do a 24 one." And yet he, the Texans, he's like, no, he wanted that 2024 one. And what is crazy is that he doesn't specify, at least in that video, could be, obviously there's more video. Mm -hmm. He doesn't specify which 2024 pick. Well, no, but it makes sense
0: they want all their 2024
1: picks. No, no, no I'm just saying the Texans could have given up theirs they, yeah, or true. the Browns one, yeah, and the Texans gave up their 2024 first-round yeah. pick instead of giving up the Browns' 2024 first-round pick. A lot of people think the Texans' 2024 first-round pick is going to be a lot more valuable. because yeah. Now, maybe it was a gamble that, no, no, we're going to be good.
0: Yeah, it's a bad gamble. But.
1: It's a bad, gamble. If that was it. right, so because I maybe he does specify later, like no, no, no. But I believe once the trade is done, once you call it in, it's supposed to be it.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I they may have cut that part out. too. They could have cut that. They could have that because it could have gone back and forth for like ten minutes of like, well, do you want the Browns or do you want this one or do you want? Could have.
1: Like I said, it makes the Texans look bad because that's another yeah. reason it makes them look bad. Yeah, because if
0: yeah, if you if you don't put that part in, if you don't spec, and be- that could have also been like pre pre-deci- decided earlier. Of, like, we're not interested in the Browns pick.
1: We only want your like, first that pick. Like, been, been so that exactly. could have been in all the yeah.
0: conversation before. Mm-hmm. We have zero interest in the Browns pick. We just want your pick. But you're
1: Yeah, like, yeah so that's why the, the video does make the Texans look bad. All the stuff yeah. they left out is stuff that would have helped the Texans kind of justify the move. And listen, it was a risky move. And you can't, right now, in my opinion, say if it was a bad move. But in terms of risk analysis, if the Texans finish. Uh, top ten next season, which yep. you know I don't know if they will, but that's like if they finish top ten. And I I, don't, I I'm a Texas fan. I think they're gonna get better. That I don't think they're gonna be a top ten team. But if they are, that that basically they would have paid 149 percent on the Jimmy Johnson draft value chart for that pick, and 183 percent, 183.7 percent on the football perspective value chart to move up to number three. Basically, the difference is equal to the 13th overall pick on the Jimmy Johnson chart and the third overall pick on the football perspective chart. And they could be worse than that. And according to ESPN Analytics, uh, the approximate value-based draft pick valuations tools say the Texans pick that trade uh, to to move up to number three. They committed the second biggest overpayment value-wise of draft capital for a non-quarterback in the past 20 drafts. Julio Jones, Remember the big Julio Jones trade. That's the only trade mm-hmm. that was higher based on their value valuation tools. Now that's just analytics, and analytics don't mean a damn thing because it's all about what you do on the field. He wins defensive rookie of the year ago. Okay, done deal. Everybody's it was like, worth it. Yeah. yeah, hell of a trade. Just, yep, Good job. Yep. Uh, you know, he doesn't live up to those to that expectation and those billings. Then people are going to say, well, I don't know if it was worth you trading up. To all the way to the number three of our pick, or if the defensive ends below him, like three or four of the guys below him, end up being better players than he right, is, right. it's also going to look like a bad move for Nick Casario.
2: Yeah, and so. I, and, and here's the thing. I'm going to go with it's going to work out perfectly. I believe in I Will so. Anderson. Um, I know that everybody still wants to look at the fact of what he didn't do against Texas, but look at some of his other games. Yes, Kelvin Banks had a great Great, great game against him, and had a great season. But when you look at yeah. every other game that he played in, there's a reason why people see the talent in him. I That's guess. the one thing that I always will look at because everybody's harsh. Oh man, I can't, I can't believe he did this or he, they gave him that. And, and this young freshman stoned him. Well, the young freshman is going to stone a lot of people. Yeah, he is. So we, we talked about it the entire year. Not everybody in the NFL is that type of left tackle. They're, they want him to be. They really want him to be. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it doesn't go down like that. So, yeah, I know everybody's going to say, oh, that's a reach. We, we probably could have got him a little bit later. I don't think you could have gotten him later. And if that's who they saw on the board, and you talked mm-hmm. about this at the time of the draft, the part of the camp, was looking at CJ Stroud, another part of the camp was looking at Will, Will Anderson. Anderson yeah. They said, We're gonna get both of them. We have the capital. Let's go
1: get it. Yeah. yeah. I, I think D'Amico Rounds is like, hey, I want a franchise yeah. defensive player and from think, Alabama. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Where he's from. Where and, he's from. Yeah. Yep. And then I think on the other side, I think the the ownership And the general manager's like, no man, I want a franchise quarterback and we want a franchise offensive player. And they they did get they did get both. And from what I'm hearing, CJ Stroud looks great.
2: Yep. He's moved
1: up to the first. Yeah, he looks really, really good.
2: Yeah. And and
0: I think they also know for many years of just football malpractice that they had in Houston. Hey man, we need to make a splash to show our fan base that we want to win games. Yep. Because we fired two coaches in two years. We have actively tanked for two straight years after basically having a, our star quarterback threaten to they walk out on us mm-hmm. and then get arrested and then get, uh, uh, it, yep. well, not arrested, but suspended. Suspended. And all that. And you're just like, you basically, since Deshaun Watson said, I don't want to be here. Because when he was there, you, were, you weren't good, but you were still hanging on. Yep. Since he said, I, I'm not playing, they've been a tailspin. So I think to your fan base, you're saying, hey, look, we get it. We're going to try everything in our power to be better as soon as possible. This may may, this may blow up in our face, but at least we're going. At least we're moving forward instead of constantly telling you, no, no, next year is going to be the year. No, no next totally year agree. we're going to start the rebuild.
1: That's a good point too, because now at least you will get some fans to reinvest. Yep. Hell, yep. E- even got you, Patrick back. You got two. On board. <laughs> you got two new jerseys to sell. Uh, that is big too. Oh, and and three, three. We found out because they, take Dell's going to sell jerseys because he's a Houston kid. I and mean, then we found out the Texans last three years, based on Forbes uh, valuation, they've been the sixth most profitable yeah, still yeah, sports, no, no, no. sports no, no. team in the world. Yeah, in is coming McNair on that? Just coming here on that. I have, no, magazine. I was, the, the publication. That's why I brought it up. I didn't believe it either. But no, I I totally agree with you and th- this is big for nick casario because uh, he is the first gm in the super bowl era um and maybe in nfl history to be allowed to hire a third head coach after having consecutive one and done coaches after yep. firing coaches after one season back to back no other gm has been allowed to keep their job he's the first this is also a big move he's allowed to make this is his legacy So that's why it's worth examining. Also worth examining, gentlemen, the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, Real quick before we get to Harsh Knock Life. Just a couple of uh, notes from uh, their mini camp. On the defensive side of the ball, someone who's getting rave reviews and actually is going to make life tough on one of our favorites. Uh, Jabril Cox. Yeah, buddy. People keep talking about how great he Mm -hmm. looks now that he's fully recovered uh, from his injury. Remember, he's the hybrid linebacker out of LSU, about 6'3", 230. He was the best. I think he was a fourth-round pick, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. Uh, But he was the uh, best coverage linebacker in the 2020 draft coming out. I think his the passer rating when they targeted him was like a fifty-seven. He had the highest, second highest coverage grade uh, for any NFL draft defender. Yeah, uh, when he was uh, covered in the slot as a linebacker, but he was really, really good, and of course that fits. Dan Quinn and what Dan Quinn likes to do almost to a T. Um, he was dealing with an injury uh, last season. Now it looks like he's fully healthy, and he has shown out in uh, the mini camp. That's good news for the Cowboys, who are looking for a number three linebacker behind Leighton Vanderesh and Damone Clark. Bad news for DeMarvion Overshone potentially, uh, because I thought if you were going to get the Jabril Cox from last year, uh, DeMarvion Overshone was, in my opinion, almost a shoe-in. To grab that number yep. three spot, mm-hmm. not 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 necessarily a shoo-in anymore. He's, he's still going to be a guy that they're going to invest in, but not a shoo-in to be that number three guy. And remember, they got Devin Harper also from the Big Twelve. They like a certain type of linebacker.
2: Yeah, <laughs> they, they they fit that build of what yeah. your guy <laughs> yeah. Dan Quinn is mm-hmm. looking at. I was having lunch with uh, some friends a little bit earlier today, and they were thinking that Dan Ma- Dan McCarthy, Mike McCarthy, Mike McC- Mike McCarthy will be will not be the Dallas Cowboys oh, head coach by midseason, and they are going to turn it wow. over to Dan Quinn. I was like, there's no way that that's going to happen, not in the halfway point, unless this team just absolutely tanks. Yeah. And the other reason why I say it won't happen is because if you get rid of Mike McCarthy, who said that he is going to be calling the plays – you're gonna leave it to Brian Schottenheimer? No, that's what I'm saying. But let's let's it this way: Mike McCarthy hasn't had bad regular seasons.
0: I,
1: I agree. No, like 100%. that's not been no problem. It's so about why do you think he's gonna suck offseason. in the regular I mean, season? It's about, about the, the divisional round. Yeah, it's really about the divisional round. They got to get past that divisional round. No that's, doubt about it. Like I said, they could win fewer games this year, but go further than a divisional round, and Cowboys fans would be excited and, and they yeah. would be satisfied. Yeah.
0: I mean, I think what you're looking at is if they make a move early in the season by before a trade deadline, it's to get a running back. And that buys you another time to go, okay, now we've got this running back. We can do this running offense that we wanted to have. But that's – I mean, I think you get at least a trade before you even think about
2: Mike McCarthy being on the hot seat.
0: And I don't think they're going to be I don't think bad so. in the regular season. I don't think they're no. going to
2: be that way anyway. So – I I shushed that down, but you sit here and you look at it for everything that you were talking about. The defense is what we have been really dialed in on. We Mm -hmm. talked about Dan Quinn. Uh, The offense is going to be what it is. Dak, is he had a a, a bad year last year, so be it. He's healthy. He's going to be healthy coming into camp. So let's see how he performs at that level. And then if he goes out there and he starts giving up a bunch of these – these uh, interceptions again, then it's something that we will worry about. But as of right now, don't even look at it that way. Uh, the all, biggest thing is because the star on the helmet represents so much more. It's kind of like a Longhorn fan. You're either all in or you're all out. You can't be both.
1: Yeah, and uh, I mean, yeah, Dak does have, I would say, brighter lights yeah. on him. <laughs> yeah. um, and, and maybe criticism as well, being the Cowboys quarterback. But I, I think Dak's going to bounce back good. Really well. And I think the, Cow- the offense – if they can find a top a bell five, what you say? Top five every year. Yeah, exactly. Has yeah. been, but yeah. they can find a bell cow running back that can shoulder most of the uh, bur- uh, the burden of the running game. I think the Cowboys' offense is going to be just what it has been the last four years under the color war. Yeah. It's going to nope. be a top five offense, no doubt. No. All right, we come. Uh, let's get into the hardest knock of life on the side. What you got for the people?
2: We're going to talk a little bit of baseball. Yeah. We're going to talk about how the season now that we're in month number two. Of the major league season with all these rules let's see how it's going on but i also have a big series that is going on that a lot of people haven't bought into but i'm all in on this series that's happening already tonight
1: oh i think i know where you're going with this you one. already I know i think i know where you're going with exactly. this one all right uh looking forward to it coming up next heart knock life right here on ball don't lie One 104.9 the horn ladies and
2: Mike, you have to be so combative. Now I probably wouldn't say this in front of white folks, but in front of y'all, i gonna speak my mind. He has emotional anger issue problems. Hey, are
3: you Dirty Mike and the boys?
2: I'm Mike Lowry. Michael. Oh, that's funny. Michael. Michael! Welcome back to a 512 edition of Ball Don't Lie. It's your boy, Harbaugh Hard. You can follow me on Twitter, at Hardball Hard. You can follow my man, Rob Babers, at Rob Babers. And, of course, you can follow the man behind the glass that's in charge of all of our themes throughout the week, at It's Patrick Davis. We also love it when you're a part of the show, so hit us up on the Specs text line, as you do every single day, at 512-337-3776. And I know that it is that time of the year where everybody starts to wind down and all the the sports that normal people are paying attention to. And I say normal because there's not a lot of baseball fans that are out there. Obviously, Texas baseball is going to be on the top of the mind for a lot of people in this area and College World Series dreams are being chased by so many teams across the country. But... One of the things that I'm very fond of is Major League Baseball, and there's been so many different things that have happened throughout these last couple seasons where they have made a bunch of changes to try to find out what can we do to bring more fans into the stadium. And one of the things that have been going on is the pitch clock. I know a lot of people in every single game that you're watching, yep. you'll see some violations, you'll see some good things happen, you'll see some bad things happen. And one of the things that a lot of base uh, pitchers are having a tough time with is they believe that it's putting a lot more stress on them, which I totally don't understand. They're, well, they're not letting you walk around the mound for 30 minutes minutes to get yourself back. You're getting back in there recovery-wise. I don't, I don't know where that is coming from, but there has been some pitchers, and you've seen some injuries that have happened. So maybe there are some things that might go into that. I'm not sure of that, but I would definitely okay. want to hear from some other coaches, some players uh, of talking about, hey, this does feel a little bit weird on my arm and things that are going through it. I don't, I don't see it happening because you play catch every day. I don't understand how you're taking your time about it. So there's a lot that goes into it. But I will tell you this, that there are more fans that are going to check out the baseball game. That's good. There's definitely been a rise in attendance. And uh, by the way, TCU is playing uh, Indiana State right now in baseball. uh And remember the young man that was hitting all the home runs uh, before? Yeah. Yeah, there's another brother that just hit a couple home runs wow. in that same week and he just hit one. He was the outfielder for West Virginia and he transferred to TCU. TCU's up one to nothing. Sorry, spoiler alert in the top of the third. Uh-oh. I mean, top of the third. They're they're Uh-oh. hosting it, but they're not the home team in the game mm. one. But let me continue on this. So, they have brought in more Uh, people, there's been more fans that have been eager to go. There's kids coming out. There's going to be times where you're like, hey, what can we do? Go check out a baseball game because now it's not as long as you once thought. You have the time to go out there and kick it. And just to bring it back full circle, the average major league game as of today, or as of May 31st, was two hours and 39 minutes minutes Hmm. two hours 39 minutes there's a lot that can happen in those games and not only that the runs have been up last year it was 8.57 runs per game now it's up to 9.15 runs per game in 2019 an average nine inning Mm -hmm. game lasted three hours and 10 minutes in 2020 it was three hours and six minutes 2021 three hours and 11 minutes Hmm. 2022 three hours and six minutes now we're back to two hours and 39 wow. minutes think they're about that
1: 30 minutes off of it basically and they're still scoring runs it's scoring. So, so the scoring is up yes and then you've, you've the, the games are shorter but the scoring is up absolutely the duration is that man that's unbelievable that's it, a, so it worked it's it's so, working more eyes are involved in the man. game and now
2: more people definitely want to go to the game because they're like yeah. oh man I don't want to be sitting up in it here. Take like, all day. Yeah, it's not gonna take all that. and it's entertainment. So, you, it, with it being sped up, you have to be more engaged. So that time that you go to the bathroom in between and dilly time. dallying around Man. to go and just stretch your legs out, you don't even have to do that anymore because I know, this do we, game is
1: fast. Do we need the seventh inning stretch anymore? I think a lot of people have <laughs> stretched out enough. I mean, this is suck. And
2: they're extending the beer period for you. Oh, remember that's that's, They, they yeah. said,
1: okay, here we go. We got to be able to extend this. So you'll give Rod Manford some credit?
2: I will give Manford a little. Lo- I mean,
1: this was Manford's baby.
2: I'll give it to Tony Clark, too, Players Association. Oh, right. yeah. <laughs> oh, man,
1: this is more Manford's baby. This is, this is like Kellen Moore. Yeah, exactly. this is. We'll like, <laughs> give man, Manford no credit. Like, he did a good thing.
2: I'm over here telling Rod, hey, man, our numbers for the Cowboys, they've been in the top five in offense. Yeah, hey, you know that Kellen Moore. No, no, it wasn't because exactly. of Kellen. <laughs> <laughs> no.
1: had nothing to do with Kellen. It, it had zero to do with Kellen. It had zero
2: to do with Kellen. But here's one of the things that uh, when I wanted to point out about the attendance, they said on note: Major League Baseball has reported that the May 19th through the 21st weekend, uh, it was the best collective of attendance in either April or May. Uh, wow. Since since April 7th through 9th, which is naturally opening day, uh, 2017, it was the highest. That, that mm. weekend they saw a 45-game schedule with the highest attendance since then. So you start looking at it and seeing all these different groups of people that are showing up and wanting to take their yeah. companies out there and different people that are there. And they've also found out that the 20% of the uh pitch clock have agreed with it. Like 20% yeah. of the people have agreed with it. MLB fans, 65%, excuse me, 65% mm-hmm. of the MLB fans that were part of a Seton Hall sports poll from, from May 23rd, found out that Major League fans of them agree with it. 20% of them neither agree or disagree. Fifteen totally disagree. And then in the said they polled the general population. Forty-six agreed that having a pitch clock and 13% said no to the pitch clock. I think everybody does at the end of it say that they're favor the pitch clock because of the fact that they don't have to worry about a guy just walking around. You look at the guys getting out of the batter's box. There's so many different things. I was a guy that would step out of the box, that would take a couple practice swings, look at the coach. Then I would fix my wristbands and all this other stuff. Now you're sitting there and you're like, man, just get back in the box and be ready to play because the game is so much faster now. So I'm in agreement with all of this, and I'm glad to see that they are keeping up with these numbers because it's definitely something that's very entertaining. I like it. And speaking of entertaining, one of the biggest and most anticipated uh, series that is happening this weekend will be the Texas Rangers taking on the Tampa Bay Rays in Tampa. St. Pete, Tampa uh, two of the best teams in baseball. Right now you're looking at the T- Tampa Bay Rays. 46 and 19 remember they started the season off with a bunch of undefeated I mean a bunch of games yeah. where they were winning uh they are seven and three in their last 10 and they have a, a win streak of six games in their last 10 but here's the difference there they are plus 135 in their run differential. That, that, that is amazing. That is actually, that is actually yeah. amazing. But you know what? It's not the best. The Texas Rangers, who are 40-21, and 21, and they are 7-3 and three in their last 10 game, but they lost the other night. Mm-hmm. They are the major league leaders in plus 154.
1: That is – They amazing. are scoring a it's ton of runs.
2: And we went through the numbers yesterday mm-hmm. where we were talking about how Marcus Simeon, Josh Young, Ordolis uh, Garcia – and, and every single player that has been playing for the Rangers, how they've been this different. But this is going to be a true test for their pitching staff because the Rays score runs, and this is going to be a true step for the Rays pitching staff as they go against the Texas Rangers. These are some of the things that we have been looking for, and now this is the month. This is June. This is the month of June, and this is where Texas Ranger fans mm-hmm. normally go, all right, what are we going to do after this point? Easy, now this is your challenge because not only do you play the Rays in a couple of weeks, I believe you go to Arlington. I mean, not Arlington. I think you go to Globe, not Globe Life, what, Minimay. Minimay. You play Goose. the Strohs mm-hmm. here coming up again too. So it's going I, to be something to pay attention to. This I, is a big series this weekend.
1: I heard E. Hogan bringing a stat up, so I'll give him credit because it was a great stat. and It was a sad stat for me as an Astros fan that the Astros are currently five back. Of the Rangers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The this is the first time since twenty sixteen mm. that the Astros have been at least five back in the division.
2: Unbelievable.
1: Since Isn't that when? crazy? Since
2: yeah. twenty sixteen. And hey man, Jordan Alvarez just hit the ten day. Yep, uh, and he PL, just got so. hurt. Yeah, he had a, a, a oblique or something. Been yeah, oblique, so
0: yeah. I mean it's hey yeah. they, they can get they can get the All Star break at this pace right now. Yeah. <sighs> yeah,
1: it said it, it's. And you know, don't
0: know I what's going to happen
2: with McCullers. You still yeah, don't know. Yeah. What, well, you know what's happening with Degrom. He's out. But for the for the Astros, for the fans, Astros. this is this what, is going to be done.
1: And we kept saying earlier, oh, it's a long. Same thing we we were saying about the Rangers. Right? It's like, it's a long season. Got a long way to go. Uh, you know, let's wait until we have more of a sample size. Yep, see if yep. there's some substance to this. And now we about the Rangers. We know there's substance to it. Uh, and about the Astros, I do wonder now. Is all these struggles they're going through? Are, are we starting to see like really the uh, no the toll of this run for the Astros a little bit? Because remember they had the best injury luck, yep. Um, really some of the best injury luck I should say in Major League Baseball during this run. This is their worst injury luck season yeah. at the start of the season, but this is how it is for most teams out there. They have to deal with these types of injuries, and yep. the Astros haven't had uh, this many this early. Dang. Okay, we come back. Good stuff for Hearts Knock Live. We come back. We're getting off the record. NBA-related uh, off the record. Uh, we got a couple of stories. I don't even know which one we're going to get to, but it's a it's a great, salacious NBA stuff that is finals-related. So we'll talk about that and off the record right here on Ball Don't Lie. I want to foot on the horn.
3: D.D.
1: Mega doo I'm sorry, Mengoodoo. Once it's turned on, the
0: sign will spell out Deli Cat Essen
1: Well, I don't
3: get
1: break day in well,
3: congratulations. Continue. Good sex in the big sex in the
2: big east. Thank you, Jimmy.
1: And boom goes the dynamite.
2: It's time for another edition of Off the Record.
1: Do it live! I can will write it and we'll do it live! The thing sucks. Welcome back to Baldo Live, right here on 104.9 The Horn. All right, let's get off the record, gentlemen. It is finals related because uh, it is about a actually a production uh, uh, that featured KG, Kevin Garnett, and Paul Pierce. Now they were doing a live stream watching one of the finals games. I'm not sure which one. I believe it was Game Three, but I'm not going to say I know exactly which game it was. They were watching one of the finals games, and they're doing a live stream. I think they're actually. It looks like they're at a public place too. It looks like, right? like yeah, there's people in the spot, background yeah. watching them. So it makes sense. I think we've done – actually, I did a Coach's Cabana with Dan Neal uh, and Coach McWilliams, and we would do – we'd basically watch Texas games and we would do our own little yep. broadcast. I think, I think they were the at games. the sportsbook. Oh, because is? this was a
0: BetMGM thing. Oh, there you go. So I okay. think they were
1: at the sportsbook. It, it definitely at a public place. So people were kind of walking around. Yeah. Okay, so they do a live stream, and they're watching the game. And – Paul Pierce looks to be lit. I can't say it either way. He's got his glasses on. He looks to be lit. He looks like he feels so good. He, he feels... <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. now you feel so, okay, so the first clip is, and we're this is all kind of leading up to a, kind of, to a crescendo, if you will. <laughs> the first clip, uh, he is basically, he pulled out a cigar, and he wants to uh, basically. I guess he wanted a lighter. Somebody thought he needed a lighter because they thought he was going to spark the cigar. So uh, this is, I was the first clue and hint that maybe he's a little tipsy or something. <laughs> <laughs> Who think you talking to? Hey, my boy, don't make me smack you. Relax, man. Relax. Relax, man. Uh-huh. Relax, man. Relax. You It came relax. We hey, real. relax. All right. no. Watch the game, Lord. Get on the game. Get, get on the game. Uh, so I just threw a lighter at him, and he thought he took he took, he took it <laughs> took offense to it. He's like, "Oh man, spot trying to be aggressive with me?" So he that, he pulled out a cigar. He, he a cigar. was trying to yeah. help him, and he didn't have a lighter, so and, they were like, "Oh." And he also
0: did the thing where it hit him in the right of the chest. Yeah. So he looked right, <laughs>
1: and the, it came
0: from the left. <laughs> he looks right, and KG's like, "No, that dude did it. You're yelling at a guy who has no idea what you're yelling at about." <laughs> Chill out, my boy. Chill out, out my I'm, boy. I'm gonna smack you. The guy's like, "What did I do?" <laughs> oh, That's a
1: great description, because then KG's like, "No, it came." From KG (laughs) is pretty funny. They are a really good kind of two-man comedy combo here. It is. They're great together. I'm a future consumer. I'm going to look for this uh, live stream next time. Okay, so the next clip is Paul Pierce just kind of goes off about some new website that he hopes they create or that he already created. There's a woman there with him and she, just off camera, just off camera, like it, it, yeah, the camera just has into But she's sitting right next to you. you. Can see her, like you see parts of her, like her arm and her leg. And then I guess this is his attempt to introduce the lady that is sitting next to him to KG on the live stream. Well, so this is my girlfriend for the day. They got a website to they got a girlfriend for the day. Oh man, and so I got
2: Stop. a girlfriend. Right. Stop, man. Stop. <laughs> Stop. Stop.
1: You can hire girlfriends for the Stop, day. man. I went on the website and I'd look, hire look a girlfriend. Right here. Look, at, look Look, look,
3: <laughs> look. Collins, there go Collins. they go. Look at D-Wade at the game. D-Wade. D-Wade at the game on the one. You start that I mean, this is a live stream, We're live. We're streaming. <laughs>
1: Whatever you're saying, they can hear you. Shout out to everybody who joined us on the live Okay, and I think this is when KG tries to convince him, or KG becomes convinced. He he doesn't know this is live stream. Yeah. He's yeah. Just, that's why he's wilding out here. He thinks this is just we're recording a little podcast or something, and we're going to edit everything, and which I, they, those guys do a lot of that. Because they do stuff together anyway. Yeah. So yeah. they do a lot of stuff together. They edit, and they do a little podcast. So he probably thinks that's what's going on. This is when KG's become suspicious. He starts trying to tell him, no, man, we're doing live stream stuff here. Uh, this is more antics and hijinks from Paul Pierce. <laughs> this is live right now, y'all. This, this is live. live. This is live. This is live. This is live. Bert, Lord. He's Bert. We're,
2: we're
3: no, we're working. Poppin'. We're working. We're, poppin'. we're not popping. We're working. We're popping. We're on the live stream. Why don't
2: you understand the difference between
0: no. popping
2: and popping? No. <laughs> we're no. popping. No. We're, we're, we're live streaming. Oh, <laughs>
1: So I guess when they get when they get up when they get it going when they get yes. when they getting tipsy and they getting on it and hey, yes. they get it popping, all right. Oh, yeah. no, but like, no. I love he goes. We you know the difference between popping and popping. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's like you know popping and
1: popping. It was like no, 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 we working. No. This is live streaming. How they not? How they not get this communicated to Paul Pierce? I don't know. So this is when Paul Pierce actually. I believe he has he comes to the realization that it is indeed live so, stream. So this is
0: when I don't know whether him or somebody else pulls up his phone, I don't know if he gets a text message He's or something. He definitely texts from somebody. And he clicks the link. Yeah. Oh,
1: he sees himself.
0: And uh. the the reaction of him seeing himself and realizing he is, it is live. Here it is.
3: Yeah. Oh, this is it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, he didn't know. He didn't what? know they were live streaming. Uh,
0: and the the visual uh. of him looking at his phone, seeing it and immediately the sunglasses come off. <laughs> and immediately he's like, "Oh no." He's yeah. Like, he's just, he's like, exactly You just we see the whole realization. You it's whole so time. And then yeah, that's and then bad. he's like, "Oh no, we're still having fun." Oh
2: man. Oh, oh, Don't forget this is the guy that got fired because he went on Instagram live in a hotel room with a bunch of those girls well, that are girlfriends
1: for a week or whatever to rent them yeah, for the day. Girlfriend, yeah, whatever. Well, yeah, girl girlfriend of another day. He has some, some uh, exotic dancers yes, with them. Yes, and, and he went live. And he went live with it. Talking about, man, they don't know how to how to handle me pop it. up in here. popping. Pop yeah, it was popping. Pop pop I got to yeah, tell you, Same though, guy. I, I hope they have another one. And I hope they Oh, they're definitely
0: not having to Because now I want to watch well, I, I want to know who sent him a thing on his phone where he looked at it and was like, oh, what did they send me a link to? Let me click a – oh, no. Because yeah. you didn't even see him start <laughs> to do that me. thing where he's trying to figure out the time lapse. To be like, he's looking up and looking down. And when you hear him at the end of the clip, he goes, yeah, yeah. Like, he's doing that to try and
1: see if it's live. Yeah, that's a good point. He's watching his reaction and then seeing the actual live stream and going, oh, it's a little delayed. But it's that Did did. Did he tell me it was live? No, KG. I mean, it it goes on, obviously, for a long time. And shout out to uh, the member of our uh, listenership. Who sent this to us? So I'll give him a shout out at Fat Snakes Twenty Two. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> uh, Diego G. Appreciate that because that, it was a. Hey, yeah, if you watch it, it was just kind of part of a TikTok video. But there's some other stuff, some other video of it because uh, Zay was talking about it too. Yeah, it, I mean, I would like, say KG tries to save him tons of times. Yeah, he's, he keeps saying to chill out, he's, yeah. he's hitting him and he's like, yeah. we, "Hey, we live stream." We, he's hitting him and everything. He so he can't blame KG. For not for not having his back, because KG had his back the whole way, yeah, the whole time. Agreed. He just he was he was lit. He was, uh, you know, maybe he wasn't so lit. I see. He just he thought they were doing it, you know, like like they usually do. where they can edit it later. And It's like no man, you no know, edit. It's live. That's the whole point of the live stream. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they can
0: it- watch along with us. <laughs> yeah, while you're watching exactly. the game, and it's like you're watching the game with KG and Paul Pierce. <laughs> That's what you're selling, because for people who watch games by themselves. You're at home and you're like, man, I, I enjoy watching a game with somebody. You have a live stream. That's exactly right. And Especially. that's what the fun of it is. Yeah. And that is like, man, we're we're having fun, but uh, <laughs> we don't <laughs> want to get get, your, get nobody canceled. Yeah. i don't, fun. I don't know. I don't know many,
1: how many edibles you took before this, but <laughs> was like, it well, was too many. But think about how how wrong it could have gone. If he's oh, live yeah. and he thinks, like, oh, they're going to edit it later, he could be dropping all types of terms that oh, he yeah. would comfortably drop otherwise and easily some oh, subject yeah. he brings mm-hmm. up that he shouldn't bring up and somebody's business that he shouldn't talk about. But even uh, then, like, you're in not familiar
2: company. Like, why would you even talk about things like that? That's the thing that really cracks me up well, because you got to know exactly who you're around, too. Boy, well, he's comfortable around KG. Well, of course, but I'm talking about all them other people oh, you yeah, can't yeah, yeah, even yeah. think of. <laughs> I mean, that should have been. Okay, I know that I'm not in a private place. I'm in an no, open but place. I mean, I hey, we've, we've all
0: known those guys at a party yeah. who are doing that, and you're like, dude, that dude, like, that's my uncle. Right. Or you're like, hey, man, that dude's a cop. Like, yeah. I know he ain't dressing, but that's a you can't be like, yeah. hey, man, who's holding? Yeah, I'm like, dude, no,
1: no one's holding, dude. No one. Yeah. That's a cop. But. <laughs> <laughs> this is the dude that went Instagram yep. Live with strippers and a blunt.
0: Yes. So, yeah.
1: Yep. Mean, no, that's what I'm saying. I think he's he, that guy in general. Is,
0: yeah. <laughs> like, it, look, if social media was around, we may have had John Morant before John Morant. If the social media was around like it is now when Paul Pierce was playing.
1: Wasn't Paul Pierce, like? I don't know, Like, did somebody try to stab him or something? He, like? got yeah, stabbed, he, got he got stabbed. He got stabbed, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes, in yeah. Boston. He got stabbed in Boston. Got
2: stabbed. <laughs> and he says, I love playing here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah. All, right. Uh, all right, we come back. We'll get into some uh, NBA, more NBA discussion, previewing NBA Finals. We'll hear uh, from Adam Silver, speaking of Ja Morant. We'll hear his uh, comments about Ja Morant and James Harden and Dame Lillard. We'll talk about uh, the Dame Lillard wish list list. All of that more right here on Ball. Don't Lie. I on the horn.